0: Welcome to Archives for Aliens, the podcast recorded for future life on Earth, planet Earth, consciousness, creativity, the nature of reality, cool people making things, and life outside the box. What makes you tick? And this week I am here with myself on another solo solo cast, solo rambling. I'm still pretty new at these, so it's been a fun challenge. And the topic of today is community, uh, but specifically the idea of why I believe that choosing a geographical place to live and to care about and to tend to uh, is one of the most important factors in being able to nurture. A community. So, shout out to St. Louis. Love you guys. Love my city. And this is why I'm staying put. I see a long, windy loop where some sections of the loop cross over and Other sections look a little bit lonely. There's some kind of anchoring point that is fixating the loop in place, but it still seems like there's a lot of wiggle room and a lot of areas that this conglomeration of what could be a string Uh, areas where it could go out and explore, even though it's still anchored to that little point over there. Interesting. I think that the anchoring point of this loop really reminds me of the purpose of a community, uh, which is, I, I guess, like some kind of common ground, common structure that gives the organism or group of people something to anchor themselves back to and all relate back to this like one centralized point so that they can more safely explore the world it's kind of like in the uh, the attachment styles where, if, if you had a good attachment with your caregivers, then you would know you could like go back to them, go back to that central point, and you'd feel safe to go out and explore the world and try things. And if I'm working with this string loop analogy, then you could like get a little tangled or get a little lost, but then still know how to come back or even where you're coming back yeah so today I'm gonna talk about this idea of community I've been really interested in the idea of forming communities for a long while and this whole idea for this podcast got initiated because I've been feeling really thankful lately for the communities that I'm involved in, and also realizing that so much of what I've been able to do in the last couple of years has all depended upon this decision that I made to stay in my my hometown, the city that I was born in. And I want to talk a little bit about this and This is just my experience. I know this might not be, I'm not trying to say that this is the right thing for everybody to do and it might change my mind, but looking back and looking forward, it seems like something to share because I know before I specifically decided that I'm going to make this conscious choice to remain, planted where I'm at, I was really overwhelmed by the amount of, of possibilities, uh, which is awesome. Like, it's good to have a lot of possibilities, but it was actually holding me back from being able to make plans and, and carve out and start to create a kind of future that I wanted. So from the very moment that I decided that I was staying put, all of a sudden things started coming together and it was like that became my anchoring point where I could have all these different ideas, different projects, different skills that I'm learning kind of be all over the place in that sense while still knowing that I'm going to be in the same physical space, which actually ended up giving me more freedom to think, more freedom to be more creative in the work that I do because I know that I have this space and that not all of the people will who I am in contact with now will be here, but because I was born here, I know a lot of people or their families, or this is where people I grew up with. this is where they come back to. And yeah, so along the whole lines of this staying put or staying connected to the place where you're born,, um, there are a lot of things that got me thinking about it. Well, first of all, I was just living back here. And at first, I was really upset about it. But then, as I started to see how useful it was looking back, I can see that as a younger person, I wanted to leave the, the place where I was born because I felt like, or I grew up in... Um, I don't know if it was my high school or if this is just common, but it was kind of like this idea where if you don't leave, then you're sort of like a failure or something like, oh, you've like ended up back in the same place or you're like back at home. So there's like this negative connotation to it. And, um, it always seemed like other places out there in the world were like more hip and there would be more like-minded people like i know a lot of my friends thankfully i've gotten to go visit a bunch of them live on the west coast or some on the east coast but you know there's not there's not a whole lot going on in the central central area of america but i feel like there is enough going on and What I've learned is that I think I would rather be the person that sticks around in the less cool area and decides that instead of trying to go somewhere that I think is better, cooler, or has better people, then if the area that I'm in isn't what I want it to be, then maybe my job is to make it better, make it a more vibrant um, artsy place, uh, for more people like me to come to. So that's my theory. I am definitely a huge fan of the idea that you have to clean up your own little block before you can heal the world, and that if everybody did that, that's the most effective way to heal the world. So that's part of what's been inspiring me to stay. And that's felt really good because it feels like I can have this long-term lifetime of a project that matters. And it feels like when I get involved with things within my city, that they matter to me on a different level than if I were just living somewhere more temporarily or not even knowing how long I'd be there for. And especially being an artist, that's really helped me because art is this thing where you have to, like, have a conversation, I think, around the art. You have to have people looking at the art to really—not exactly to make it art, but to fully define it as art. I think it does need to be to be seen, so— yeah, as an artist, it's really helpful to to start to know other, other artists, know at least what the art circles look like in my own sphere, instead of trying to constantly keep up with what every single person is doing on the internet, uh, which is just too much. And... The other thing that I've realized about this staying put or well, I did leave for a couple years, but coming back and staying where I'm from, I think another reason why people leave is because maybe they didn't have such great experiences as a child, and Families can be very difficult to be yourself around. Um, But yeah, since my whole family's here, that's forced me to have to learn really good boundaries so that I can operate as my own self being so close and in connection with my family members. And I don't know if I would have learned that lesson so quickly if I would have just physically uprooted myself and kind of avoided the problem. Um, I also know that I experienced a lot of trauma in the city where I'm from due to various circumstances. And that's another one where I think if I would have left, it would have taken me a longer time to really fully integrate that. And I know for me, like, when I was experiencing feelings of, I guess, like, a little bit of post-traumatic stress, it would be very, for me, it's very based on, like, locations. And because I never actually left, these locations would come up, in my everyday life, and I, I, it was kind of like, I guess, exposure therapy pretty quick, where eventually I just like got over it and made new associations and was no longer being bothered by this. But I could very easily have seen that if I would have just left it all, I could have returned 50 years later or something like that. And then had all this unprocessed trauma that didn't get dealt with. So it may have been harder acutely, and it kind of sucked. And yeah, it would have been easier to just leave. But since I didn't, I really appreciate it. And I know that that might not even be an option for all people who've experienced something like that in a location. Maybe you do need to get away, give your mind some time to rest before you can gain the strength to come back. Um, uh, but even if it's not like the city where you were born, I I think it's really helpful to go back to places early on, or as early as you can, where you experience difficult things because if you can do that and you're not really bothered by it, then I think that's a really good way of knowing that all of that information, it's, like, fully integrated in you. And you can wholly and fully move into the future um, without, without it, um, I guess, holding you back or creating unwanted stories or limiting ideas within yourself. So yeah, that's that's why I think it's a good idea to live where you were born, if possible. Uh, I also realize that I'm really fortunate because I was born in a pretty cool city. And I don't think that I would feel this way if I maybe, I mean, I don't know, but just thinking about the opportunities and the events that are here, I don't know if I would have felt this way if I was born in a smaller town. Um, Because for me, it does really feel like, even though there's not, The coolest things going on there's enough things and it's almost like more more manageable to to understand than if I was from a super big city so it's pretty pretty good good city size and anyway the whole point of this is talking about why you know why all of this relates to being an, in a community, and if you if we go back in time, like most communities were tied to some combination of either religion or survival, and the ones that were tied more towards survival. Those were oftentimes like lifetime commitments, most of the time, to that group of people so that you guys could all. I don't know why I said you guys. So that our ancestors could all live and not get eaten by a tiger or whatnot. And all of this is important because if. If we as people do not make some kind of lifetime commitment, then it is really hard to be 100% involved in any community. And there's a lot of reasons why you would not want to do that because group dynamics change and you may no longer believe in something that this group Believes in, uh, which is usually maybe like a religious or spiritual community. You might change your mind, and the sad thing is, and I don't quite understand this, but a lot of the times, spiritual or religious groups start with with a great idea, and somehow it ends in disaster. It's kind of a common pattern that's been seen through history, and some somehow I think it is related to the blind blind devotion causes people to lose lose their rationality and yeah, I'm not I'm not quite sure. So maybe power dynamics too, whereas groups like that often require a leader. And even if people start with the best of intentions, they can become very misled through time. For reasons I I don't understand, but yeah, it's a common pattern. So, the question is, if religious beliefs and survival needs are no longer tying us together, what is? And this goes back to the idea of location, I think, is one of those things that can tie a group of people together in a way that doesn't, I, that doesn't come with all of the, the dogma that can come with other types of communities. Because there's nothing really that deep or controversial about a a geographical location. So, yeah, I think it's a cool way, an effective way to commit to being a part of something without having that compromise your values or um, your beliefs. And I also think I have a lot of thoughts on this, actually. Went on a long rant about the, the geographical locations, but here's an idea for the future. I think people... I think we need to create a different way of raising children. I'm super fascinated by this idea. I don't really think I'll be having... Well, no, I don't want to have any of my own children... For sure, I may adopt later in life. We'll see. But I think that our society is like calling right now for for a different type of a family structure, and this would only be possible if more people would commit to being in this in the same place. Um, I like the idea of multiple, and when I say I like the idea, this isn't like saying everyone should do it. This is just an exploration of, oh, what if we could do this? So yeah. Anyway, I like the idea of maybe like two to four couples or didn't have to be couples could be Singles, troubles, other whatever, other ways people come together, or don't come together. and it could be romantic or could really just be more of even friends coming together, and just anyway, like five to ten people coming together and saying that they will raise their their kids together. Um, and I think this is totally necessary in a world of where two parents are usually working. And I think for that to be possible, there's gotta be more adults around to help help raise children. I also think that in the in the past, because we used to have these tighter knit groups, there used to be other adults raising kids that were not their parents and I think that's so important uh, for young people to develop a more balanced way of interacting with the world because if you're raised and you're only being raised by your two biological parents your entire life and you're not really getting parented by anyone else then that's that really shapes your your whole psyche, your psyche's way of dealing with so many different situations and people in life. And of course, you can unprogram all of that and you can totally become your own person later on. But I think the more we're all interjected with different ideas and different styles of relating with people at a younger age, the more balanced people will be, and you could also say that maybe this is what the school system is for, but I would say that's not working out at all. have to maybe have a whole other chat sometime about alternative forms of schooling, which I'm pretty interested in, but I have to learn more about it uh, before I could probably share just like what some of them are and why why i think that they could help save our world so yeah and all of this goes back to the idea that by making a conscious choice to remain in one spot you are saying that you're committing to the spot And I also think it helps against the idea that where you think, or you might think that everything will be better if, or you'll feel better when this happens or when you you have access to these types of people or these types of uh, events. You'll feel more welcome, you'll feel more like yourself, Um, and you might if you went somewhere else, but I think knowing that you can create all of that for yourself from absolutely anywhere, like having that knowing inside of yourself that you don't need, you don't need to have an array of like 50 different hip- restaurants to go to or 50 different events um, um, that you can appreciate and have the same experience um, even when the choices are less and a lot of this the most interesting part of this I think comes down to interacting with people uh, because I know at least in my friend groups so that's one of the most common reasons it seems like to be the essence of why people I know don't want to be in my city because it's it can be I think easier to meet more like-minded people in other locations but just because it's easier doesn't mean that you can't also do it here and can learn to like enjoy the challenge and I think it's also forced me to be or put me in situations where I've gotten close I've been more likely to get close with people who have very different viewpoints from myself and I've gotten pretty comfortable being friendly with people that have totally opposing ideas from me and it's just taught me a lot about interacting with a wider spectrum of people Instead of, I used to live in the the narrative of, well, I don't like these people. I want to go be around my people. Now I can see the value of at least interacting and and being with, even making somewhat friends with people that are so very different from me because it teaches me a lot about myself. And I can really appreciate different aspects of people. Um, getting more to the root of who they are, uh, beyond where we may have differences in how we see the world and have different perspectives. So yeah, that's my thoughts about community, and there's going to be, I don't know, I probably feel like I need to do a whole nother. I think I need to do a whole nother show about virtual communities because that is fascinating to me. These virtual pockets of people who are coming together to, to support each other and being the most authentic, real versions of themselves. Uh, I love it. I do, I really, I don't even know what's going to happen when more and more of these networks become closer and closer. Um, Because I know even just from chatting with people and Facebook groups or in Discord communities, uh, actually, mostly connected to other podcasts that I listen to, because I think podcasts are, are, it's kind of like having a one-way conversation. So I feel like I know people because I listen to them talk all the time. It's like a one-way friendship or it's just like when I was younger and I used to be more quiet, it's pretty similar status in some ways to the way that I feel like I know people out there on the internet. And... Anyway, it's all gonna be taken to the next level when we can start meeting up in person again. And I think that this time period we're in now where we've all been forced mostly to be separate, I think has bring in a new awareness to internet communities. It's it's like strengthen them because maybe more people are joining, more people are looking for that connection. And I've noticed this with the the workshops that I run too. Um, or, yeah, more people are coming, more people are really showing up fully as themselves. Um, whether it's on Zoom. Zoom is a really great platform for this because you're staring, you know, you're talking to somebody on video, you're not going to leave them some weird, like, rude comment like you might do on a Twitter feed. So just, like, real conversations between real people, it's... Amplified, but there's still, like, this gapping hole of needing to get all these people together and needing to have some kind of physical meeting grounds. So, yes, the future. The future of the internet community, I think, will be creating these, like hangout spaces that are physical or oh that would be so cool if like a group of people could come together and like own like shares and like a like a cabin or something like that where yeah just like creating these meeting grounds for communities that were started and based in virtual space but now once we can start interacting again in person, I think we'll start actually building things in the real world that represent the virtual spaces. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. And I wonder if that means someday in the future, the archive Archives for Aliens will have a, a meeting ground. I would love to have like a yearly or probably yearly, maybe twice a year, meetup or something like that. Not just around the podcast, it would be around the coaching workshops that I've done and just maybe more things too. Yeah, that would be very ideal. If, If anything, at least I think I will build... Some kind of, not a sculpture, because that's just like a weird monument that I'm putting up kind of just for myself, probably. But maybe something like, just in theory, like a bench by a serene, like, (laughs) this is really random. But yeah, just like something to represent the coming together of all people who may be listening to this or connecting over ideas of the nature of reality and maybe not a bench but you know something something more practical than some random monument but like something where people could like leave each other notes in real physical space like notes to each other as they came or passed through yeah that would be awesome keep thinking on that one And thank you guys all for listening to this investigation of community, why I actually am living in St. Louis, uh, why I love it, and um, why I'm so thankful that I found myself here. We'll be back again next week, more Archives for Aliens. Thanks again, guys. Oh, I need to give you a challenge. All right. Almost forgot about that one. So everyone's challenge for this week will be to have a get into a conversation with a random stranger that you meet on. The sidewalk or at a grocery store or some kind of public space. Now, if you are not going out of your house at all, or you don't happen to see a lot of people walking by you on your walks, if you're, maybe you're not even going on walks, then I would say, hmm, you could write a letter to a random stranger such as maybe one of your neighbors and you could leave it on their doorstep and you don't even have to say who it's from you can or you can't it's totally up to you you could just be like hey you live on my block trying to get to know some people you could say anything and yep that is that's your challenge